Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your show host, Debbie Gardner McCullough, DG McCullough. I'm a narrative coach, a communications coach, and a mental fitness coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. In each episode, the Sage Sayers unpacks communications, tips, and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all around the world who found the gift, the opportunity, and even some knowledge in life's inevitable challenges. Season 4, Episode 5. How to make the important words fit. Reading from the medium. I didn't have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. Mark Twain, the American writer, publisher, and lecturer, may have smiled knowing his brief but lovely quote still helps us today, as the bright and restless seek work alongside other high-achieving job seekers. If you've reworked your resume recently via Resume.io, Canva, or my favorite platform, MyPerfectResume.com, you'll see the creative challenge in describing our work efforts, our skills and triumphs within a few words. The summary section on Resume.io rations a cruel 200 characters. The work experience for each role? Three bullets, each worth 200 characters each. That's about four well-margined lines per role. One recruiter told me that they want to read a resume within a minute. Doable for the author? I say so. But how? We get creative, stay open, and we trust that less becomes more. We know that the resumes are vessel to whet the reader's appetite. We also learn how to remove the superfluous and retain the substance. Like one dear software developer, explained our process as we refined his resume, we find the truth, we remove the fluff, and then make the important stuff fit. That's what we're here to co-discover this week, 10 quick editing tips to cull your word count and make the important words fit. Edit 1. Use your adverbs sparingly. As a starting-out reporter, the biggest trim my editors made to my words included adverbs like really, truly, additionally, surprisingly, and a favorite of many, currently. While adverbs help us emphasize key ideas and provide vocal variety in the spoken word, in the written word, we can remove with no or little impact to the meaning. A short example illustrates successfully launched a new sales process with $10 million impact, 10 words, versus launched a new $10 million sales process, which trims it down to seven. My point, if you launched the process with $10 million impact, you succeeded. Successfully becomes redundant. Edit two. Replace as well as, with, and. As well as becomes superfluous phrasing adding no value. And or even a slash 
does just as well. Edit 3. Replace on a weekly basis or on a regular basis with weekly or regularly for a satisfying 4 versus 1 word count. Edit 4. Compress I am able to or we are able to or they are able to to I can, we can or they can. This becomes four words versus two. Listen to two quick examples. Able to execute deliverables becomes execute deliverables. Or better still, deliver X and then tell us what you deliver. Able to deliver results can become delivers results. Although I do recommend specifying the results with profits or savings or whatever resulted or with you at the helm. Edit 5. Remove that. Hilarious, right? But go through your resume or any document that you've recently penned and strike out that. In most cases, you do not change the meaning without this useless word. Two examples. I told him that I wanted a new manager or else. Versus, I told him I wanted a new manager or else. Another example. The problem with that new hire is that they lack motivation versus the new hire's problem, colon, lack of motivation. Or here's another. The new hire is unmotivated. We've a problem. This trim takes us from 11 words down to 7. Edit 6. Make passive voice active for a more confident tone and for fewer words. A few examples can show this power. Recommended by the COO for the promotion versus the COO promoted me. Seven words versus four. And with this edit note, you now have space for the time frame and what you were promoted to. For example, the COO promoted me to X within Y number months. One more. Nominated by the team as the most empathetic team lead. Versus, team nominated me, colon, most empathetic leader. This edit takes us from eight words down to six. Edit number seven. Replace camouflaged or fake verbs with real ones for a less pompous sounding tone and sometimes even fewer words. Some real world examples illustrate. I improved my team's performance through the enablement of open discussion and providing solutions. 14 words. I inserted quite a few popular camouflage verbs in this example. Performance, enablement, discussion, and my least favorite, solutions. What did you notice about this sentence? To me, this framework sounds vague, ubiquitous, and unsubstantial, even a little confusing. To turn things around, you can make performance perform. You can tell us how you led or what or who you enabled in that moment. And you can tell us what you solved. 
With the extra space you create, now offer us something insightful, like the boost in morale or that you retained, uplifted, or supported a team versus despaired, demoralized, or traumatized them. One potential edit, which maintains the word count, but sounds more concrete, coached my struggling team to better perform through caring, listening, and understanding their goals. Also, 14 words. Pioneered the development of dashboards can become pioneered or developed dashboards. Development's your camouflage verb, and we can save one word with this edit while sounding more conversational versus formal. Another, led the integration of can become integrated. Four words becomes one. My preferred edit and our opportunity with camouflage verbs and other similar corporate sounding language is that we do sound very corporate which may or may not help you with your personal brand and with the readability of your resume. Enabling's really helping, no? Solving's okay, but how and what did you solve? Reflect on your team's struggles is my counsel. Discover what changed or improved under your leadership and care, and then tell us. Edit number eight. Find and track your favorite wordy phrases and kill them. I've written for consumer news audiences for 30 years, and I've edited the writing of business leaders and students for about the same amount of time. I still find repeated wordy phrases in my writing. So my job and my final proof? Eradicate any lingering weeds. A few of mine I've removed from this article alone include arm ourselves with knowledge on versus learn. Serve us well versus help. I'm sure I'll find some more. Edit nine. I've shared eight edits so far to make our words crisp. But what about the space itself? My last two suggested edits do just that. Liberating your resume from three pages to one and a half with decisive, confident cuts. First, find the repeated skills throughout each job description. You'll find many. Now edit this list to eight to ten and add those skills to the skills section, which on Resume.io sits in handy columns versus within the body of the resume. Now. Go back and remove the references from your job section. You might want to highlight leadership skills like emotional intelligence, active listening, empowering, mentoring, and coaching. This one cut that I suggest here organizes and compresses a message. You help your readers skim. You find space for vital context and specifics. And you help any bot find your resume within the pile. Our final edit for this podcast and Medium article, at least, edit number 10. Contain lists to three items. Ditch the rest. I've noticed that job seekers adding five or more descriptors, verbs, or qualifiers to what they do also create very long sentences, often exceeding 20 words. Resist. You're straining your readers. Think of an overpacked suitcase. 
we risk penalty for exceeding the weight constraint and discomfort and body harm from carting the beast on our trip. Help versus hinder our poor readers by offering a three-item range versus a complete workflow list of what we think they must know. Having coached and trained many job seekers already this quarter, and having reinvented and looked for many jobs myself, I know compressing our life's work into one and a half or fewer pages induces worry and panic. We worry that we may leave something vital out. The underlying fear? Being ignored. Missing out. Dear listeners, I hear you and I see you. But no, we must stay audience-centered. Trust our words mean more when we remove the bramble and the weeds around them. Know that we sound confident and joyous when we speak the truth. Through this 10-edit list, I hope you see and feel. Just like packing a suitcase for an overseas trip, keeping to the weight limit can take multiple efforts, but it sure satisfies once it's done. You've been listening to DG McCullough with The Sage Sayers, a podcast on business communications and mental fitness. Finding the Sage Approach to Life's Challenges. If you'd like to coach and train with me on any communication or life challenge, visit my website, hangingrockcoaching.com, or find me on LinkedIn with the hashtag BraveCommunicators. Both links you'll find within the show notes. I want to thank my producer, Doton, for his elegant edits, making these episodes beautiful in ways far beyond my skills. You can find Doton on Fiverr under Titan32. And thank you to my coaches all over the globe who spark creative ideas for each episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Oh,